You are tuned in to The Tea Side, a podcast where we talk total health, life lessons, and music. I'm your host, licensed therapist, doula, and music enthusiast, Tanya D. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to part two of my special episode with makeup artist, Tenille McLean. In this episode, she is going to be answering some questions that were submitted by some of the listeners. So hopefully you enjoy it. I do want to apologize up front. We had some audio issues, so there may be a little bit of background noise that you hear, but it's definitely a good episode. If you have more questions for Tenille, or if you would like to see us do a live demonstration where she shows us how to do some makeup techniques, definitely let me know. You can leave a review or you can reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email at the Teesside Podcast at gmail.com. Now, when I do my classes, I do have a makeup kit that they sell. So normally my classes are like $35 or $40. It's right oh, now the virtual. Yeah, it's like $35 or $40 for the class. Um, and then the kit is like $35 uh, for the kit. And the kit includes everything we would need for that class. So the kit is mm-hmm. tailored to the classes that we have. So if it's an eyeshadow class, you get a eye, you get a, a, a eyeshadow palette with like 10, 12 colors, whatever we'll mm-hmm. do. Um, you get the brushes that we need. You get a brow pencil. When I tell you that's the number one thing that people want to know how to do is brows. You get a brow pencil in there. Mm-hmm. Um you get eye primer, you get, you know, you just get all this different stuff. You get lashes. I teach you how to do that, you know, so we go through the whole thing. Um, And it's a two hour class. I normally go over. (laughs) (laughs) I normally go over a little bit um, again, because I'm dealing with different skill levels, but we go from the beginning to the end on how to do this. And it's just like eyes. And then I do the same thing for a skin class. So each class that I teach, I have a kit that is dedicated to that. So it'll have, you know, samples of different colored concealers, different kind of finishing powders and different things like that. So I try to make it be that when people take the class that they can take it and not have to worry about because I know when people have not bought the kit they have sent me like a thousand messages like okay Tanya I'm at Ulta I'm I'm at Walgreens I'm trying to get this what what Mm -hmm. color should I get and I'm normally like uh show me like what let me let me see I can try to match you up you know that kind of stuff but the kit normally has everything that they need in there. There's a couple of things that I just can't not resell. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a couple of things that they have to have on their own. But it is so much fun. And like I have so many people um, who take the class and they like we do. a I do a private Facebook group as well. And so people have they feel comfortable because they know it's only a certain amount of women mm-hmm. or people in that group that, you know, they can post their pictures and be like, OK, I did my eyes today. How I look, you know, give me tell me what this looks like, you know, and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of that. And when I tell you, I love it. I love to see the growth, um, people becoming mm-hmm. more familiar uh, with it you know, just that practice, taking that time to practice, doing some self-care because I have people who have wanted to do it. Like I have one lady who took my last class and bought that kit in December and she's posting every week in that group still. (laughs) She posts a picture of her doing her makeup. She was like, Tanil, she said, thank you so much for, um, you know, for teaching me how to do this. 
this and that. She cut all our hair off. Like she was like, I, I knew I wanted to cut my hair off. She said, but I didn't feel comfortable like cutting it off and not know how to do something with my makeup. I didn't want it to be mm-hmm. so short. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I am so excited now. She was, baby, she posts picture after picture after picture. She like, I got it now. I'm good. She got a whole new life. Yeah, she got a whole new life. Um, That was one of the questions that you did have about uh, revamping how do you read what's how do you, the question yeah how do you, um how do you how can you tweak your look or update it if you didn't okay. if you wore makeup back in the 90s when you used okay. to go out like you said back then yeah. versus now what is something quick is it, do you just update your eyebrows eyelashes or you know blush yeah. lipstick what can you update so you don't look like you going out in the 90s <laughs> right 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 I mean just an everyday go to work type of look or something um I would tell you the biggest things to kind of to update your look um uh, if if you're used to if you used to wear makeup and now you're wanting to wear it first you don't have to do all of the steps that people keep saying like on YouTube they do a whole lot of highlighting contouring and all that kind of stuff that will mm-hmm. get you confused if you don't have the proper explanation as to why why you're doing it. Um, so you don't have to do that. Um, one of the biggest things is to make sure that you have a foundation that fits your skin type. And when I say that, I mean if you have uh, if you have dry skin, mm-hmm. you normally would probably want to get a foundation that has maybe more of a dewy, a luminous is what the normal bottles would normally say. It might be it okay. might be called. Even I think like Rihanna has all the Fenty and all that kind of stuff. I think she has a regular, which is a matte. I think she may have started doing something which is called luminous. If you see something that Mm -hmm. says luminous and you have a drier skin, luminous is what you want to do. You want to get the foundation that's going to fit your skin type now. Also, because what we used to have back in the day in our 20s and now what we are in the 40s um, or 50s or whatever it may be, our skin changes so much. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you may have been oily back then and you were able to use one thing. And now as you get older, our body loses moisture. It's, it's just a natural process. And we, we begin to lose moisture as women, which mm-hmm. is what begins to, to allow the fine lines and wrinkles to start to set in. It's, it's all of that is caused by a lack of moisture. And that's what you start to see. Mm-hmm. You start to see more wrinkles, more bags, more fine lines and that kind of stuff. Lack okay. of moisture, that helps to... Uh, so what we want to do is we we have to begin to moisturize our body, put moisture back into our body. Um, so if you have more of a oily skin type, you want to get mm-hmm. probably a matte foundation, um, something that's going to help to dry up some of that oil that your skin naturally puts out, you know, produces and puts out. Um, so you want to make sure you get the right kind of foundation that fits your skin type. And then the biggest way to update a look, I would tell anybody first, if you do nothing else on your face, learn mm-hmm. how to do your brows. Learn how to fill in your brows properly. The brows fa- frame your face. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't do anything to them, just get them arched, get them waxed, get them tweezed, get them whatever, so that your brows are cleaned up. Your brows frame yeah. your face. It makes if you do if you don't even have on foundation, if your brows are just cleaned up and your brows are filled and they look nice, and you put on the lipstick. You can go out the door. You're good to go. Like You're that right. is that is a look at brows. And then the other thing that I would tell you is a lip. Lipstick, lip color, lip gloss, lip lacquer, lip <laughs> liquid lip, <laughs> whatever it is, change up your lip color. 
quick get out of the stigma of the red is for the street walkers. It is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out of the stigma that I am too dark. I have so many, so many darker skinned women. I'm too dark for that color. I can't wear this. I can't wear that. Baby, yes, you can. I'm here to tell you. There is a way to wear every single color in the spectrum. Even though we're Deltas, red is not my favorite color. Me either. You will see me wearing red on if I go to a chapter meeting or it's a special occasion and I, you know, I feel like I need to wear red on Valentine's Day or something like that. But red is not my go-to color. But I know if I do like a dark smoky eye or something, I'll give myself a pop of color, a red lip or something like that because it's going to pair well with my eye color or whatever. But, you know, stop being scared of color. Uh, Makeup can be washed off, y'all. It's not permanent. <laughs> That's my thing. I was Make like, ooh. washed off. It is not a permanent thing. Also, don't think that you can do it once and you're going to get it. Some people catch on very quickly in being able to master something the first time. But for the most part, we didn't learn. Most of the stuff that we learned how to do, it took us multiple chances. We didn't learn how to ride a bike the first time we got on it. We didn't learn how to drive a car the first time we got in it. You know, we didn't learn how to do our jobs at work the first day on the job. Like, Good point. We, we, we take all of these taught this time to build up everything and then we'll try makeup one time and it, it didn't work out and we done with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it takes practice. It takes practice. And I would say master one skill at a time, okay. master one skill at a time. If you found the right foundation for yourself, it is hard. And I know, I think you got a question about um, how to pick the right foundation. Um, it's hard to pick. I can't, literally tell you how to pick the right foundation um what i can tell you is to get this foundation that would match your skin type so if you're oily skin and you want to get something that's not going to be oily get you a mattifying foundation and then i would tell you of course if you're dry skin you might want to get something that's luminous that'll help you kind of get a little bit allow your skin not to look dry and look more moisturized Uh, Mm -hmm. i'll also tell you to learn about your undertones and that's one of the things that you do that's a whole class look that's a whole class (laughs) and i I promise you and even i and as long as i've been doing makeup i get it wrong sometimes so one of the things if even if you google like one of the things they'll tell you for the most part is to look at your look at your forearm by your wrist and your hand Mm-hmm. So look right there by your wrist and your hand and look at the color of the veins that are right there. And you can normally mm-hmm. see like your veins are either like a if they look to be kind of greenish, you have more of a warm undertone. If they're more of a blue or purple, deep purplish looking kind of, you have more of a cool undertone. And then if you have veins there, but they look more so kind of like your skin tone, then you are more of a neutral. So the three type of skin tones is cool or warm or neutral. Those are your okay. three skin tones, cool, warm, or neutral. So a lot of foundations, when you go to get them, it's going by your undertone. It'll be something with oh. a C. It'll be something with a W, uh, or it'll be something with the N, or either they may say that they're red, oh. or it might have an R for red, or um, a Y for yellow. Um, a yellow is a warm, a red is going to be a cool. Um, so those are the things that you need to learn. So the reason why I say I can't tell you how to pick out foundation is because it's so many dang on foundations out there now that we, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you to go, go and get Mac and get a, uh, uh, what is, I forgot Max even there. Uh, you know what? Let me tell you what I ended up doing was going to Mac 
yeah when i and i i've just stuck with it so when you said the end i said oh because yep. my foundation is nc45 i'm like oh. i already know that i already knew it. i was like i i still know mac mac nomenclature <laughs> nc45 or nw50 or like those are yep I so had no a, idea. Neutral cool 45 and 45 is their degree of, of color that they like put in it or something. But mm-hmm. NC or either they do an NW, which is a neutral warm or NC neutral cool. So yeah. So that's I your, think at that's first when I went to get, but I didn't have the case, the compact oh. with me and yeah. they were like, oh, is it NW? I'm like, no that's not it is the answer so I think because if I look at my veins to be honest they look kind of greenish but some do some don't so I guess it's more neutral and when she showed me I'm like that's the one yeah yeah I've just stuck with Mac because that blends in with and to be honest this is what I found out (laughs) which is because again I don't wear makeup yeah. For people like me who don't wear it, you got to let it sit for a minute. So it kind of oh, yeah. blends. See, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's why it take y'all so long because you got to let it blend. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, this look orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no, I don't. Oh. Yeah, when you put it on wet and it's going to dry to a different color, like I, that's why I tell my clients why I'm doing their makeup. I don't allow them to look in the mirror. Because mm-hmm. what you what I start off doing is not what the end product is going to do. If you see me partial way through the process, you're going to be like, oh, I don't like that. I'm not done yet. Like, <laughs> I'm done. You know, so I be like, look, y'all can't even look in the mirror. I don't even face the chair near the, to the mirror so they can't see because if you look at the, the steps of that process, you'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute, that's not right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, you, you definitely have to allow that color to begin to mesh into your skin. And even what you first put on, you allow it to sit, even like I tell my clients when I get out of my chair, especially for like bridal makeup and that kind of stuff. And I know they're going to be taking a ton of pictures. I actually have to go a little bit heavier with theirs because mm. what happens is that when they take all these pictures, the camera washes out a certain degree of color and all that kind of stuff. So the camera is going to lessen what you have already. If you okay. if you want to look like you have something on your face at all, you almost kind of got to give a little bit more. Also, the natural oils in our skin begin as we wear the makeup, it begins to absorb. So mm-hmm. then that's how you kind of say, that's why people say, well, this is the 18 hour this or, you know, 12 hours this because our skin begin to absorb what we put on it. So after a while, it's going to neutralize as if you don't have on anything. So yeah, that's that's a big big part of uh, <laughs> of doing makeup. Um, it's just kind of knowing how long you know, just putting it on there and allowing it to to kind of sit in your sit. skin, mm-hmm. to, yeah, to it begin absorbing to your skin and doing all of that. So yeah. yeah, and the only other thing I really use is Iman. Actually, I love Iman. It's second to none semi loose powder. Oh, okay. I don't use the, I don't, I haven't used the other powders, but look, I got my mines right here. I use the pressed powder like crazy. I love her pressed powders. Um, Okay. You can actually, I think she sells. Because see, that's what my Mac one is. Yep. But this one, the Mac is heavier. So. Uh Uh-huh. 
what I'll do, I'll put this on if I'm going somewhere. If I just need a quick coverage, yeah. I might just use the loose powder yeah. after I moisturize, or I'll put that on over the Mac as a refresher. Uh-huh. As a, yep. Look like yep. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Yep. That's about, but look, but that's the extent like, of what I do. That's it. Um, <laughs> I would tell you so if someone just wears, um, found, if they, if you, all you wear is foundation and, and maybe like a little lip or something, um, the other thing to kind of step up your look a little bit is to get a cheap color. Get it something I've never been able to figure out how to do they like go here I'm like yeah and I always look like a you clown because it's you find your but what it is is that you find the you smile find an apple to your cheek and then you fan it out less uh-huh. is more when you're starting makeup when you're trying to start to learn something new you always start out with the least amount and build up because you can't really take off too much but you can <laughs> add on when you have right. too little you can add on too little, but you can't take off too much most of the time without messing up something. Mm-hmm. But you start that apple to cheek and you uh, take your, if you're using a powder or something and just kind of tap it and, and bring it to the back. It don't stick, don't back. stick right there. Yeah. You go to back, even, even all the way back to kind of like where your hairline is. Oh, but you don't want that much color. So you just put in the, the majority of your color should be here and then you're blending it back. So you don't keep anything like the whole game of makeup is blend, 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 blend. You ask one murder about about subscribe uh, that describes makeup. It is blending. You always start here and you diffuse it. So it should diffuse to where it's nothing. So you can see it here because I actually use the liquid um, cheek color and I just Mm -hmm. I didn't use no brushes when I threw on this makeup a little while Mm -hmm. ago. But I put a little bit on my cheek here and I just kind of blended it in and I tapped it to the back. Just okay. blended it in here and then just tapped it to the back. Um, okay. I just used my hands when I did it. But it almost, it almost, it really almost kind of just brightens up your face. It just gives you a little bit more of a That's something. probably what I need. <laughs> and, it, and it does. It, it takes you because if you, when you put on all your foundation and that kind of stuff, it, you're, you're one color, you're one right. dimensional. And you just need a little bit of something to add a little bit extra there. Just just give me a little color here on this cheek and then put a little color on your lip. Those mm-hmm. are very simple steps to update your color, update your makeup routine, just to kind of get you out of that old routine and kind of, you know, just to get you on to something else or whatever. So um, whoever asked that question, that's a very good question. Again, I say the first thing, of course, is brows. You brows, know what? Let me tell you. Thing what I and I saw somebody it was a girl that I watched and she just happened to be doing her makeup one day while she was talking to us she gave a tip and I was like okay she said if your brows aren't arched you can use the brow pencil and draw the arch Mm -hmm. even if your brows are way up here like mine they looking kind of wolfy if you (laughs) draw them yeah just line the eyebrow and then I'm like oh and it worked And it does yeah. frame your face. Yep. It frame I was your like, face. look at that. <laughs> yeah, baby. Those brows are everything. You, you, they are everything. And my my brow technique, I, I hate a bad brow. Like literally, if I had to take one part of makeup that I would perfect to a T, it is brows. I hate bad brows. I hate an overdone brow. I hate a brow that's too dark. I hate mm-hmm. the brow where all you see is pencil. Like I yeah. want to be able to see some of my hair. I want you to actually look at my brow and be able to tell that I got some actual hair in there. Like <laughs> I don't want it to just be overdone. Um, right. I, 
that. So yeah, that's and that's where I when I do my clients' makeup, I spend probably more time doing their brows than anything. <laughs> I, I promise you, I have so many brow products. <laughs> yeah, it, it is not funny. So I would tell you, definitely do the brow. Okay, I I know I said I wasn't gonna keep you long, but I do want to get to these people's questions. Yeah. So what type or what brand of makeup would you recommend for somebody who has allergies or really sensitive skin? Okay. So I will tell you my go-to and I have a kit full of it. Um, it's because I have to have different stuff to fit different people. I use Dermablend. D-E-R-M-A-B-L-E-N-D. Dermablend is my go-to brand for people with allergies and, and all of that. Okay. Um, Dermablend is one of the, if you see something that says it's non-hypoallergenic, mm-hmm. what that means is non-hypoallergenic. It means that there are certain, there are certain things that are known um, allergens that most people have. They are mm-hmm. the most common allergens. It's like, what is, I forgot, it's like dyes, like a uh, number five, which might be, mm-hmm. I think it's five, is it red? Is red, the red dye Or something, that's a real known allergen, like that's one of the higher allergens. It's just, it's just different things that are known allergens. When it says non-hypoallergenic, it means that, that that product does not have those known allergens in it. Mm-hmm. So they've taken that out of the product, which anybody's skin can react to anything. You know, we all got our own different things, you know, um, but like literally I, I used a certain type. I used, I used to use caress soap for years and years and years. And then I started all of a sudden just getting, um, like I would take a shower or something and I get out of the shower and I would be itching so bad. I literally mm. would have to take like half a Benadryl for me to stop itching. Oh, wow. And I eventually just develop an allergy to something I had been using for umpteen years. And now I have to use like Dove white soap, the Dove mm-hmm. white bar soap. Um, so you can just grow into an allergy, something that you had not had yeah. for a long time. Um, but Dermablend is the love child of you, do you remember, uh, what was her name? Flory Roberts. She was known uh-huh. for her name. She wasn't fashion fair. What if Flory Roberts had her own cosmetic brand, Flory Roberts something. But her and her husband was a dermatologist. Okay. And you have a lot of uh, things that are where dermatologists try to make makeup and they don't do it properly. They do it with more of the skin focus and mm-hmm. they don't do it with the like properties of the makeup artist. And then you have makeup artists who don't know the dermatologist type of thing, but they actually were married and they came up and made Dermablend. So it has like the perfect qualities of makeup artistry. And it also has the healing qualities of the dermatologist. And so that is one of the best brands that I know that I use. I keep, I got to get full of it because I never know who my clients are going to be, what their allergens are, all that kind of stuff. So I keep it with me on a regular basis. It's one of my go-tos to use with with my uh, foundation. So I would tell anybody who has a very uh, sensitive skin, try Dermablend. And all of their products are like that. Um, I use the setting powder. They've got different forms of their their foundation. I use the Dermablend primer, skin primer. Like I use all Mm -hmm. of it. (laughs) Okay. So I use everything with Dermablend. And then they have there may, again, because it's for a dermatologist made it. So if you have something where you have literally have like rosacea, where you have the reddening and the irritation mm-hmm. of the skin, they have very thick foundation that helps you apply it and 
like people who have the uh where they have the lightening of the skin what michael jackson said vitiligo vitiligo uh, uh-huh yeah like they have a cream foundation that you can use and make it look like all of their skin is one color. Like I okay. use it when I'm covering up tattoos on people, like it's a thick cream and mm-hmm. it, you can use it on face and that kind of stuff. And it still looks good. It's a learning curve to it, but they have a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. this. So if you have like some areas that you're self-conscious about that you don't want to be seen and it's hard for you to cover it, mm-hmm. Dermablend has a great line that will help do that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I, you kind of answered the one about how do you match your skin tone? if you can't find a good match look like i said i ended yeah. up just going to the mat counter like yeah. look, help help me out yep go yep. to a professional and because <laughs> if you're looking under a light and if you in a bad yeah. light and or trying yes. to find it online and yeah. yeah it just doesn't really work out yeah that's why i said it is hard now here's the bad thing with the pandemic the pandemic has stopped Ulta, Sephora, probably Mac. I haven't gone in Mac in a while, but they used to, you used to go in there and they could match your skin. They can open up something. They can match your skin, that kind of stuff. Because yeah. of the pandemic, they're not doing any of yeah. that. You have to just go in there, buy the product, see if it worked. If not, take it back and get another one or get your money back. So they've stopped all of okay. that touch where I got to touch you and, and try mm-hmm. and put that on. Like they've cut all of that out and um, which is bad because I normally, I normally would tell people go to Ulta, go to, you know, the Sephora mm-hmm. really get your, get matched properly, that kind of stuff. Um, so like the makeup artist who owns the makeup lounge that I work at, Nettie Kelly, she's the owner of the makeup studio. She actually a black makeup artist in St. Louis and she has her own foundation and, and product line. Okay. I love Nettie Kelly's foundation as well. And if you go in there, you can get matched up. The only thing about that now is because of the pandemic, we're not open on a regular basis. We're only open by appointments when we have clients and that kind of stuff. So you can't just go up on from, you know, 12 to 7 and go in and get your foundation matched until we begin to open back up like that. Okay. Um, But yeah, so. Um, The last two questions, one, you said it's a easy question but kind of a long answer which is how long should you keep your makeup and the other one was the order that you should apply like you put on your foundation and then I'll go into that one first the the order of application um Mm -hmm. is is what you're asking about um it's different for everybody it just depends on what your what your preference is my go-to order of application is to do my brows and eyes first the reason okay. I do that is because eyeshadow has, um, it's, it's a powder product and powder has a fallout factor. Um, you have some degree of fallout nine times out of 10 with some kind of powder product applying it. Um, okay. And so what happens is you're putting it on your eye, but it's powder that's dropping below on your, up under your eye that you'll start to see that fall fallout from the, your eyelid where you're putting the product mm-hmm. and it starts to sit below your eye. So um, I love to start with the eyes first, my brow, and then I do my eyes because then I could wipe off any fallout that's falling up under my eyes and not be wiping my foundation off. If I've already put my foundation and powder and all that kind of stuff on now, I got to wipe that off and reapply it. You know, if I got some blue eyeshadow that and drop (laughs) up under my eye, you know what I'm saying? So I normally do my brows. I do eyes. I don't even do, I normally don't even do my eye 
do eyeliner at that particular point in time. I come back and do that as one of my last steps. Um, After I do brows and I do eyes, and then I normally do my foundation. And and I do a process where I call it, that I use called color correcting, uh, where I color correct with, with a concealer to color, to get rid of the dark spots or hyperpigmentation, mm-hmm. or if I had any red spots or anything like that, I'll do that up under before I apply my foundation. foundation. So I correct the color first, and then I apply my foundation over it. Okay. Um, so that would, if people call it concealing or whatever, to do that before you apply your foundation on top of it. What I also tell people too, if you're putting a cream or liquid on to like do a color correcting, then mm-hmm. you want to use like a translucent powder, um, like a loose translucent okay. powder. You put, I put that on top of my concealer or whatever, and then I put my foundation on top of it. Because what I want to do is if I'm putting liquid and then I put liquid foundation on top of it, all I'm doing is blending it in. So it's going to come right oh. off top of it. It, that color that I'm trying to correct I'm going to end up blending it in with my foundation so I'm mm-hmm. losing coverage so what I do is I I put my concealer on if it's under my eye if I'm concealing the darkness under my eye then I'll put um I use a little bit of the loose setting powder to set that powder to set it in mm-hmm. make sure that I press it in good then I go on top with my liquid foundation so that that liquid foundation is not moving what I just did to correct that color Okay. I didn't do all of that today. <laughs> you can see right through it. Actually, I just got on the tenant moisturizer. I don't even have on foundation. Um, okay. That, so. um, what but ten- yeah. was the name of the tenant moisturizer that you tenant use? Mo- the one that I have is um I have Mary Kay. I actually got a Mary Kay tenant moisturizer. Maybe that's what it was. I was curious. I've had some before, but I don't remember yeah. where I got it from. Yeah. Probably it Mary was, Kay. Yep. It was. I got a Mary Kay tenant moisturizer, and I like to use it. Um, it's a very very good alternative for someone who is wanting to start wearing foundation and but they're still really really skeptical about how to apply it or they just want to have a little bit color or give their face just a little bit of something maybe you just want to even out your skin tone a little bit tenant moisturizer is a very good place to start because it first gives you moisture It, it has a moisturizer in it it's basically taking a moisturizer and putting your foundation in it and rubbing it together that's what a tenant mm-hmm. moisturizer is okay. and that's what you it, it thins out that color it gives you some color but because it's already got the moisturizer in it you're not getting a complete potency of a mm-hmm. foundation you know so you're just kind of getting a wash of color over your skin so I did say brows, your eyeshadow, you do your color correcting or your concealing, um, put in a little translucent powder to set it and then go on top of it with your foundation. That was the other question for your foundation. How far down do you go? Oh, under your chin? So I will tell you, it depends on, on what you're doing. So when I do my client's makeup, if I if I'm putting on a foundation or if I highlight and contour them, when I when I contour them, I'm normally giving them a deeper color. I'm warming up kind of the perimeter of their face around the forehead, the ears, up under the jawline, and that kind of stuff to kind of create that more. I'm, I'm giving them depth um, to their okay. to their skin. Um, so those colors are normally kind of going to be darker than my chest area. So if I know that I've got that, where I'm going to be doing a darkening on my face, Mm -hmm. then I will take that and just drag it down. What I tell people all the time is that if I have whatever excess, so I I blend all over my face, 
Um, and I'm normally using, this is normally my blending brush. I'm normally using okay. something fluffy. I don't, I don't use the standard foundation brush, like the flat one that we used to have back in the day. I don't even have it mm-hmm. over the time. But I, I use a thick, dense blending brush. And when I do my foundation, I, I, oh, I oh. take it and tap it on in little spots. Here, I can actually kind of give you a little demonstration of what I do. I'll just put it on top of this. Now, what you get is what you get. So I'll just show you here really quick. I take take my little foundation mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of going to put my little spots on. I just tap it in a little bitty spot. And the reason I do that is because it allows me to blend it. If I put it on the, the tip of my brush first mm-hmm. and then I go in with this, wherever I put it first, it's going to be the heaviest right? because it's got the most product on it. So okay. I kind of do the little spotted face. So now I look like I got polka dots all over my face. But what it allows me to do, um, I also wet my brush too. I don't like to. Oh, with the little brush. mist or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll spray my face or I'll spray my brush with a okay. little mist or something. And then I begin to tap it. I tap it oh. into my skin. It allows me to use, I mean, because I literally had a little bit like a pea-sized amount of foundation. You see, I still right. got in my hand. I pat it and tap it into my skin. I'm not pulling it because when you begin to like drag the product, you're thinning out the product. What I do is I tap it and press it into my skin so that it begins to blend. If everything is dry, so if my brush is dry, it doesn't blend as well. That's why I like to put like the little Mario Badescu spray or something on there. Okay. To make sure that I've I've got something to kind of give that moisture to allow it to blend better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so that's really, and it was really quick too. Oh yeah. Very quick. But I just blend it in, tap it on into my skin. Yeah. I think I do the drag. <laughs> yeah. Tapping it um, allows it to give you more coverage. So I don't need, if I, if I'm just tapping a product into my skin and I got like an area that's dark, I got more coverage because if I take it here and I do this, I pull from here to here, I'm just thinning it out. I'm thinning mm-hmm. it out. So I love to do the tap effect because I'm just pushing that product into my skin. Now, when I get done after everything is kind of like completely in my skin, then I'll go in and kind of just kind of do a little swirl where I'm just kind of giving it the airbrush effect. I'm kind of like just just buffing it out, but everything is already like tapped into my skin. Whatever is excess on this brush now, Uh this is what I do. I blend down my neck. My Uh brush is completely dry. All it has is maybe a little residue on it. That's uh-huh. what I take down and kind of blend down my neck. Okay. And my brush is not wet or anything. It just got whatever that little residue is that I've had on there already. Mm-hmm. And I help, I just blend that down. So I don't go down. Now I have some people who have very discolored. They have mm-hmm. a lot of discoloration in their neck, between their neck and their face. Uh-huh. Um, and if you are one of those people, then I would tell you, maybe you can add a little bit of product onto, you know, a little bit of product, maybe kind of here. But the more product you add um, to areas, so like if you got someone who has fine lines and they Uh say, okay, well, I got a lot of creasing going on. Well, the reason that you have a lot of creasing is because you have too much product there. So when I do Mm -hmm. like uh, under my eyes, up under your eyes is the most delicate skin on your face. They tell you when you start to rub, they tell you to rub upward up under your eye, not pull down because you don't Mm want to help that bag and that sagging effect to go. But when you're putting product under your eye, you want to begin to rub up. Um, So when I put product on, 
I'll put my foundation here, but I never put it like right here on the on the fold part of my eyelid because I know that's my my eye creases there. That's where my eye when I open right. and close and blink a million times, that's the area that folds. So I put my foundation under here and I just take the excess and blend it up. So it's almost kind of like what okay. I do with my neck where mm-hmm. I just take whatever excess and just pull it down. I do the same thing with my eye. I just take the excess and blend it up into there. But if I would have took product and just put it right here where the eye fold, mm. then that's when it starts to crease, it cakes because it's naturally going, you oh, you blink a million times a day. It's naturally opening and closing and folding and all that kind of stuff. And the more product that you put right there, the more that you'll start to see that that creasing and that folding and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a little more, less is more in those delicate areas. So, yeah. So that's how I do it, really. And you see, it actually, Look. I didn't even put a lot on, but you can even still see I got a little bit of cheek color still showing through. So right. it's not, it just depends on the level or the amount of foundation you want to use. I would tell you a good, uh, like, over-the-counter brand mm-hmm. of foundation that you could use is um Maybelline Fit Me. I've um, heard of Fit Me. Yeah. And actually this is a plastic. This is my oh. makeup artist case, but it's actually in a little square bottle. They sell it everywhere. Walmart, Walgreens, CVS. Everybody sells Maybelline Fit Me. It's about $5.99 a bottle or something. Okay. Um, and I absolutely love Maybelline Fit Me. It's a mattifying foundation. So it's good for people who have oilier skin and they do have a luminous. So that okay. would be for people who have drier skin. They have two different brands, but they have about 50 shades, 40 something shades of each. Okay. So you can, you know, if you're trying to find your shade, get more than one. If you don't know what it to get exactly, you know, you, mm-hmm. you're not break, breaking the bank. We're getting two of those. Um, another one that I would tell you about is Black Owned um, is Juvia's Place. And you can find her in um, Ulta or you can find her online. But Juvia's Place is Black Owned. Um, How do you spell it? J-U-V-I-A-S. Okay. And she's got a million. She's got a million products. Foundation, foundation sticks. All of her packaging is orange. Her packaging so then do you just dot that on and then blend it? Do you dot mm-hmm. that on like Same that? Thing. Same technique, different product. Okay. Same technique, different product. And, um, you know, again, like I said, also the brush. The, the tools that you use make a big difference. Um, another brand that is a, a Black-owned brand that I've heard, I haven't used it myself, but I'm, I'm hearing nothing but good things about it, mm-hmm. is the Lip Bar. It's called I the, have... the Lip Bar. Uh, she was in Target. Actually, she's a soror. She's a Delta. I was getting ready to say, I have, a, it was in my bar. Delta box. Yep. She's she's a Delta. Um, uh-huh. But she has blown up. And she and her makeup is targeted toward women who are on the go. Like you don't, like she's got a foundation stick thing where you can just dab it on. You use mm-hmm. the same brush that you dab it with and do something okay. quick with it. Um, her lipsticks, her liquid lipsticks and stuff, like they're number one. I think she may have the number one red lipstick in the country at yeah. all now, right now. I think it's called Boss Chick, B-A-W-S-E, Boss Lady or Boss Chick or something. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it became number one after Michelle Obama had it on. Right, Michelle Obama had it on. So it became like that was the go-to, but it's a beautiful red. It's a it red is. for everybody. It is. It's it's amazing. But but yeah, I think she's at I know she's in Target. I think she may be at like Walmart or something now, or mm-hmm. either she may be at Ulta or Sephora. She I know she just got into another 
okay. store brand. I forgot which one it was, but she just got into another uh, store. Okay. So yeah. Um, and then the other question was, how do you long do you keep your product? If you look at your products, a lot of them already have a little thing on there with, that will tell you how long to keep it. So there's some general rules. So mm-hmm. this, um, you almost can't see it. It's so little. It's a little bitty, look like a little lid with an open oh, lid yeah. on a little thing. And I it has, that. it tells you how many months you can have it. So for like lipstick okay. and lip glosses, especially like a lip gloss that you're, you're taking um, in and out the tube, you're rubbing it on your lips and then you put it back mm-hmm. in the tube, that kind of stuff. You're supposed to keep these about three to six months or something and get rid of them. Okay. Because what happens like is where you have moist stuff and mm-hmm. that builds up bacteria. Um, right. So it's if you're using it and you keep rubbing it on your lip and then you put it back in there, whatever you rubbed on your lip and then you put it back into the tube, you put your bacteria in there and then now it's kind of is growing bacteria mm-hmm. grows in in moist areas mm-hmm. um whereas it, it won't necessarily grow as much on like a pressed powder because there's no moisture there for it to grow in the incubate and, and that kind of stuff in right. um don't mean that it uh, doesn't get germy but they have a much longer shelf life than right. a lipstick or a lip gloss um you could use that longer if you take the applicator out and don't use the applicator um, you use like a, you know, just a plain little disposable applicators. It's your lip applicator. Mm-hmm. Dip it in there once with the disposable lip applicator, which is what I do for my, I do for all my stuff because I use it on clients. Mm-hmm. Take my disposable, dip it in there once, close it up. And, you know, I use the disposable wand on there. I never double dip and put it back in there or anything like that. So yeah, you look at the back of your product. A lot of products have it. Mostly now they're telling they, they have it on the back of products, but everything doesn't have it. You can see that little lid thing on there. And then it has a 6M or 12M or 24M. Uh-huh. It tells you how many months that you can keep it before you need to replace it or get rid of it. So yeah, so that's the little trick that pe- most people don't know to look on the product and it should tell you how long to keep it. But there are some standards if you kind of just Google, how uh-huh. long should I keep an eyeshadow, you know, eyeshadow palette or something like that. Um, yeah, it'll tell you normally, normally eyeshadow palettes are probably like up to two years, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending, especially depending on your product. If you use it just on yourself, like I said, I, I powder products like eyeshadow and, and pressed powders and that kind of stuff. They have a longer shelf life because they're dry and the bacteria doesn't set into it like that. They can get germs, but they don't, bacteria can't grow into that, that right. powder. Um, so yeah, they have a longer shelf life than like a lipstick or lip gloss or a foundation, which is liquid and that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Well, I do appreciate you answering all of our questions. No problem. This was I've fun. learned a little bit today. Yes. And yes, yes, surprised yes. that I knew more than I realized. Yeah. we <laughs> girl, People do, you know, more than what you think, but you think because you're not an expert, quote unquote. And I don't pretend to know everything. I promise you some of this stuff I probably had to look up before we talked. No, I know it because I had to read <laughs> not before we talked though, but no, I know it because I did have to literally research it before I would begin to teach my classes and that kind of stuff. Like I don't pretend That's how to you know learn. everything. Yeah, but I, I had to, it was stuff, I do a lot of trial and error stuff. So I have, I have to practice. I'm a, I'm my own best guinea pig, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to do a lot of trial and error stuff on myself and 
try to figure it out, you know, so I can know what to do or what I like. Do I like this on my client? Well, I need to check it out first for a couple of weeks before I realize if I want to use it on my client. So it's a lot of right. trial and error type of things. So I enjoyed this. I thank you for having me, Tanya. Yes, I do, I do have ready. one more question. Okay. And that is what I ask all of my guests each week. I have a song of the day or whatever my mood is, depending on how I feel. So what is your song? I let my guests pick the song. So what is your mood? Oh, my goodness. Okay, my song. Oh, my goodness. I've been playing it and jamming it in my car like the last couple of days. But it's not a new song, but it's by, um, I can't say his name properly. Is it? It's Toby. Toby, I knew you were going to say you were going to say Toby. Uh Uh-huh. His song, Eat, with him and his wife, Fat. Like, it's the Mm -hmm. hype song. Like, (laughs) I love that song. I love Toby. I was going to say, I I just love him. Yeah, I love love them. I love the whole family. Family. Because it ain't just him. Like, it's the family. I love all of them. Baby Fat, all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Nail, I love all of them. So, um, but yeah, the song, Eat is my jam and I I don't know what it is something about it first off I like his style of yeah. rap was dope with it and then when Fat came in and it's just it's just just oh I'm just like oh my gosh just so, so how you just play it in the car just put it on repeat like 10 times that's the best really like, those are the best songs yeah. the one you just put on repeat yes keep man. listening to it yes and people around me probably looking like she going in. Like, I don't care who around me. I'm just in my zone, just going crazy listening to this song. So, yeah, I love that's, it. That's, that's my song. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yes. I'll add that one to the playlist. Yes. Yes. You got to. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are for joining so me today. Welcome. And, thank you. Yeah. Tell us again where we can find you. What are your socials? Okay, um, I would tell you my main social is uh, my Instagram. That's my business account. Um, mm-hmm. It is Angelic, A-N-G-E-L-I-C, Faces, F-A-C-E-S, M-U for makeup, and then Artistry, A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y. Okay. That's my Instagram. Um, and on Facebook, I'm under Tennille McClain, just my regular name. I do have an angelic faces on Facebook, but I don't know. It's just there. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say if you want to follow me, just Tennille McClain. Okay. And you, yeah. you have a website that they can get to from your Instagram? Yes. Um, it is. My website is www. Uh, dot angelic faces mua okay dot com mm-hmm. okay that's where i got the mua yeah yeah my website is mua somebody stole it on instagram <laughs> so i had to, <laughs> i had to add all that extra on the end to it so i hear you <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm uh angelic faces mua dot com okay well thank you so much this is March so it is part of the Women's History Month and you are yeah. definitely one of the women making history so thank, thank you. you oh wow I never thought about that wow I feel special you are special <laughs> oh my goodness now I feel like I gotta live up to something <laughs> <laughs> you already are look you move from your kitchen 
to a studio yes. and get ready to move again. Yes, yes, yes ma'am. Yes, and you ma said you have contracts already lined up for oh, people. So yes. Yes. you're doing yes. it. God is blessing. I, I take no credit. God is blessing completely. So I appreciate it. Yeah, well, as my so pastor, you're welcome. As my pastor always says, be blessed so you can be a blessing to others. Yes, ma'am. True. Okay. So true. But so, thank you. You have a good Thank everybody for listening. I appreciate you listening to me ramble on. I hope I was able to enlighten someone or you got something from what I said. So I appreciate you. Definitely, so definitely. Thank you. Have a good All rest right. of your evening. All right. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the T-Side Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Teesside Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the episodes. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time.